The Bakers of Weber's Bread presents your all-star Western theater, produced and transcribed in Hollywood. Drifting along, singing a song under From Hollywood comes your all-star Western theater, starring America's great Western singers, Hoy Willing and the riders of the Purple Sage, bringing you the music, the stories, and the spirit of the great open spaces. And now, here are the riders of the Purple Sage. There's a rainbow over the range, and the skies are blue again. The rolling thunder spills in the far-off hills. There's a rainbow over the rain. Hear the cowboys, yippee-i-o. While the doggies mill and low, the sun is riding high in the prairie sky. There's a rainbow over the rain. I've been told there's a pile of gold at the end of the rainbow lane. But I found the trail, just a magic veil that's born in the wind and rain. It's a grand and glorious day, and the clouds have rolled away. The fading thunder stills in the far-off hills. There's a rainbow over the rain. I've been told there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow lane. But I found the trail, there's a magic veil that's born in the wind and rain. It's a grand and glorious day, and the clouds have rolled away. The fading thunder stills in the far-off hills, there's a rainbow over the rain. Thank you, friends. We were thinking back this morning, remembering the songs that have lived through the years, and it seems as though the great majority are concerned with love. Must be the human race considers love a rather important subject. Anyway, here's an example of the kind of a song we mean. Have I told you lately that I love you? Have I told you lately that I love you? Could I tell you once?
singing and listening to songs and ballads of life on the range used to be a favorite pastime of cowpunchers in the evening when the day's work was done. Much of the history of the American cowboy has been preserved for us in the cowboy and western songs of today. The bakers of Weber's Bread are proud to bring you many of these songs on the All-Star Western Theater, just as they are proud to keep your community supplied with good Weber's Bread. And Weber's Bread really is good bread. Well-mixed and well-baked, Weber's Bread has that firm, even texture and distinctive flavor that make it blend well with other foods. When you serve Weber's Bread for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, you can be sure that family and guests alike will enjoy it. Make Weber's Bread a substantial, enjoyable part of every meal. Buy a loaf next time you visit your neighborhood market. You'll like it. brand new tune written by Foy Willing and Sid Robbins for the riders of the Purple Sage to sing in their latest Republic picture, Holiday for the Blues. You gotta start in a singing and you gotta shout. You gotta keep on a swinging, kick the blues right out. Don't you let it get you, you got too much to lose. It's a holiday for the blues. You gotta start in a shout until you're feeling fine. You gotta keep on a doubt and gotta rise and shine. Keep the rafters ringing till you set off a fuse. It's a holiday for the blues. The sun is out shining, the sky is bright and clear. It's no time to be pining, no time for having fear. Go calling on your neighbor, go out and spread the news. Cause it's a holiday for the blues. You gotta start in a singing and you gotta shout. You gotta keep on a swing and kick the blues right out. Don't you let it get you, you got too much to lose. It's a holiday for the blues. Was riding on my pedal, not a cent in my jeans. It felt like it was weeks since I'd had pork and beans. I told him, let's jump in the river. My horse said I refuse. Cause it's a holiday for the blues. You gotta start in a singing and you gotta shout. You gotta keep on a swing and kick the blues right out. Don't you let it get you, you got too much to lose. It's a holiday for the blues. You gotta start in a shout until you're feeling fine. You gotta keep on a shout and gotta rise and shine. Keep the raptors ringing till you set off a fuse. It's a holiday for the blues. Well, we've got time for another song before we tell our story of the West. What would it be, I wonder? That's right. What's right? I wonder. Don't you know? Sure, I know. I wonder. But if you wonder... Who's on first, Terry? <laughs> oh. Oh, I wonder is the name of the song. Oh, right now. Oh, I myself alone at home, I'm feeling blue. Thoughts keep roaming through my mind, they're all of you. I wonder if you're dancing with somebody new. I wonder, I wonder, can't help it if I wonder. No matter which side of the pillow that I'm sleeping on, my dreams of you continue through until the dawn. And after that I find the daydream crew comes on. I wonder, I wonder, can't help it if I wonder. You can't. 
me. I'm gonna get me dressed up in my Sunday suit to find myself somebody who is twice as cute. And when you realize that you and I are through, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what you. Well, it's time now for Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage to tell us another of their adventures in the West. This week, they've called their story, Local Louie and the Eastern Dunes. There's a broad concrete highway running into Carson City and an endless roaring ribbon of automobiles speeding along it. It's a good road for tourists, truckers, and anyone else who's in a hurry, but not for cowboys. Cowboys use a road some distance away. A mere trail, not a road at all, but they like it fine. You see, Pony Express riders once galloped up and down the length of this trail. And before them, other famous men of the West. The three vagabonds, the riders of the Purple Sage, knew this trail well, for they'd traveled it many times. And they were traveling it again. Untroubled, unhurried, carefree were they. You fellas seem awful quiet. What are you thinking about? Girlin, not me. Figure I'd be awful happy if Johnny was to play a dance on his fiddle and I was to grab a gal about the waist and start lifting my feet up and down. Now, where would I find a fiddle clear out here, Al? Well, where'd I find a girl clear out here? The whole thing is in practice. Hey, howdy, boys. Boy, look, it's local Louie. Howdy, Louie. Hello, Louie. You're kind of far from home, ain't you, Louie? Oh, little, maybe. Been having any more talks with Kit Carson, Louie? Yeah, what's she? Cut it out, Johnny. Oh, yes, yes, did. I had a nice little dab fest with Mr. Carson early this morning. Well, tell him howdy for us next time you see him, huh? Oh, I don't see him. Uh, we just talk. Oh, Louie, if you're headed for Carson City, why don't you hop on my horse? No sense in a fellow walking. Why, it ain't more than ten miles. Exercise good for a man. Takes the kinks out of his bones. Well, whatever you say. Come on, Johnny. Al, we better hide there, or we're not going to get to town. Hey, just a second before you go, boy. You boys was asking me about uh, Mr. Carson. Louie, I apologize for him. They didn't mean Oh, that's all right, all right. Everybody calls me Loco Louis. I don't mind, because I know most folks just ain't big enough to understand there's more in the world than meets the eye. Well, Louie, we better... Uh, you see, I met Mr. Carson when I was a little fellow. I didn't know him well then, not like I do now. And I expect the reason he talks to me is because I'm about the only one left of the folks he met when he was alive. Probably kind of lonesome up there. He would be, of course. There being no horses, there's six-shooters in heaven. We understand, Louis. Not much of a hand to fly around play gold harp, Mr. Carson, was it? Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Figured if anybody was big enough to understand there's more to the world and meet your eyes than you fellas, I won't keep you no longer. I hope I see you again, though, real soon. <laughs> We'll tie up over there, Al. Yeah, Johnny. And if you're hungry, there's a cafe up the street. Well, if it's a cafe where Loco Louie's granddaughter's a waitress, I ain't very hungry, boy. Me either. I know old Louie's as crazy as a prairie dog, but he's so blamed serious about what he says. He gets to feel like a rattlesnake because you don't believe it. He's a nice old fellow, Al. Yeah. Perfectly harmless. Boy! Oh, boy, Willie! Look, a girl. Howdy, Molly. Now, if I had a fiddle, you could dance now, Al. 
That's the girl. Yeah, but it's the girl we didn't want to see. It's local Louis' granddaughter. Oh, boy, you always see it just the right time. Howdy, boys. Hello, Howdy, Molly. Molly. If you can possibly spare the time, I-, I wish you'd help me find Granddad. That ought to be easy, Molly. We saw him back on the trail about an hour and a half ago. Was he alone? He was, wasn't he? He didn't have anyone with him. Hey, what's up? There's nothing wrong with your granddad, Molly. Leastways, there wasn't when we saw him. But was he alone, boy? Matter of fact, he was. Yeah, he was even walking, Molly. Said he wanted to get the kinks out of his bones. Oh, well, well, did he tell you what he'd done with his horse, the big bay he always rides? Not a word. If you're worried about anything, Molly, we'd be glad to ride back and take him up. Well, I am worried, boy. See, there was another holdup here this noon. Outlaws grabbed the feedlot payroll just as the bank messengers came in. Michelle thinks Granddad is mixed up with it. That's just plain silly, Molly. Your Granddad... Well, he might be mixed up with outlaws and not even realize it, boy. Granddad wanders all over and... Boys like to have him around so they can egg him on about kick horse and while going around, Granddad learns about everything he's done and when payrolls come in, who sold the cattle. Oh, I see what you mean. Maybe he's gotten acquainted with the outlaw band somewhere and they've been pumping him for information. And he's giving it to them without even knowing who they are. That could be, I suppose. Well, maybe if the sheriff thinks everybody's made sport of him for so long, he's decided to get back at him and he's deliberately giving outlaws information. The sheriff believes that. He's He's out looking for Granddad now. He's just guessing. Or has he got something to go on? Something. Well, it's almost definite. The bank messengers swear the outlaw leader was riding the big bay. And you just met Granddad. He was walking. He didn't mention the horse being stolen or anything. Boys, I reckon we'd better ride back and get the old man. Sort of protect him from any rough treatment until we find out what's what. You better come along, too, Molly. We may need you to get your horse. All right. There he is. Louie. Well, now, howdy, boy. (laughs) Uh, You fellas certainly made a quick trip. Yeah, a little faster than we intended. Are you here, too, Molly? It didn't get fired from the cafe, I hope. No, Granddad, I won't. Well, now, don't you worry, even if you did. Because there's a little money coming our way you don't know nothing about yet. Money? Ought to have it, maybe, tomorrow. Louie, I want to talk to you real serious for a minute. Uh, sure, boy, sure. Where's your heart? The big bay you always ride. Oh, that mean varmint. I showed him this morning. Who'd you tell him to? Well, now, if I was to tell you about that, you'd say it's just another one of Loco Louis lies. Can't believe a word that fellow says. Maybe we wouldn't. I want you to tell, Granddad. Well... Uh, Mr. Carson and me was talking early this morning. We don't want to hear about Mr. Carson, Granddad. We want to hear hey, about... Tush, tush now, Molly. I have to tell about Mr. Carson or you won't know how I happened to settle the big bay. Go ahead, Louis. Well, Mr. Carson says that the sheriff we got now is never going to catch them outlaws that's been bothering folks around here. He said we'd have to do it. Him and me. Told me to take the big bay off the lazy queue. That's a dude outfit back piece. Says when I got there, a feller'd buy him from me. The feller'd be the robber chief. That's how I was to know him. And you followed Kit Carson's instructions? Oh, I always do. To the letter. What was the name of the man who bought the horse? An eastern dude. Name of Grover Simpson. Oh, this is ridiculous. Mr. Simpson is an executive boy. He's been at the Lazy Q all summer. Louis, the leader of the robber band, was riding your horse when the feed lot payroll was taken this morning. I don't doubt it a bit. Mr. Carson's always right. He told me the leader of the band would buy oh, my horse. You're wasting your time. Maybe not. I uh, don't believe he'll be in now, though, boy. Mr. Carson said the outlaws had a hideout, though. In a ravine just below Wright's place. You might look there. You come on with me, Granddad. Thanks a lot for the help, Louie. If you do find him, won't do you any good, boy. Mr. Carson said him and me would capture him just after sundown. <laughs> <laughs> 
Loco's a yellow jacket. Yeah, he sure is. But he does seem to know something about the outlaws, even though he may have mixed it up considerable. Let's locate the sheriff and have a look at this hideout Louis told us about. This place has been used as a hideout, all right, Sheriff. It sure looks like it. Well, we'll find them sooner or later. They'll know they can't get out of the territory as long as the dragnet's out. If you went back with us, maybe we could get a straighter story out of old Louie. You think we could, Sheriff? That's hard to say, boy. Old Louie's perfectly sane one minute, and the next he's gabbing his fool head off about talking with Kid Carson. Sheriff, boy! Sheriff! Back there, Frank Bell, he's off to the north. Come on, let's follow it. Take it easy, though, until we find out more than we know now. All we got is local Louis' word that it was outlaws who used this place as a hideout. We wouldn't want to go after any innocent people. Hold it. Trail leads up to Giant Cave, doesn't it? Yeah. And no trail coming out of the cave either. You notice that? They're still inside then. Boy, have one of your boys ride over to Wright's place. Hold my office. Tell the deputy to bring out a posse. Johnny, will you go? Okay, boy. I tell it. We may need you here. Be back in 15 minutes. No other entrance to the cave, is there, Sheriff? Down, they're shooting at us. They're after Johnny. They saw him. They know he's going for help. Well, we've got proof now somebody's inside that cave. Yeah, and we can be pretty sure it's outlaws. Somebody who doesn't want to tangle with the law. I sure ain't hankering to go in that cave myself. Any other entrances, Sheriff? Not that I know of, but there's a good many miles of tunnels. Big tunnels, so a man would have plenty of room, even on horseback. What's your idea on the best way to get them? It's sure death to go in after them. They could see us, but we wouldn't be able to see them. Uh, we'll keep the entrance covered until the posse comes. They may surrender then when they see what a big force we've got. But if they don't, we'll have to make different plans. Here's Johnny. Yeah, sure enough. Hey, Johnny, you get in touch with my office? The deputy said he'd bring a posse right now. Shoot again! Keep down. The outlaws are in the keys trying to pick us off before help can get here. I'm afraid we're stuck for the night, Sheriff. The sun's about to set now, and they're not going to surrender when it's dark. They'll figure there's a chance of getting out. Watch it. They're at the entrance to the keys. One of them's coming out. All right, throw up your hands. He's riding the big bay. Look out, he's going to run for it. Shoot him, boys. Shoot him with that horse. He's made it. No use shooting anymore. That must be the leader. He was riding Lewis's big bay. Sheriff, if you can keep the rest of the outlaws in the cave until their posse arrives... I'll take my boys and go after this fella. He's the leader, the one we've got to get. Keep out of sight. They're down by the corral. I can't see a thing from where I am. Me either. The outlaw and Lewis are trying to get the drop on each other. You mean Lewis got a gun? A loco handling a gun? Yeah, and the outlaw is holding Molly in front of him. Using her as a shield. You better circle around, hadn't we, boy? Yeah. Al, yeah. you stay here. When I give a signal, do something to attract the outlaw's attention. I will, too. You'll think you're surrounded and maybe give up. But what if Louie gets excited? Well, We've got to think of Molly, you know. There's more danger to her the way she is. If worse comes to worse, I can get the outlaw from the side. Come on, Johnny, stick with me. All right, boy. Give the signal for it. I've been trying to catch Louis' eye to warn him first. Yeah. That's the chance it, though. Here goes the signal. Get ready. Molly, Louis, drop to the ground. Drop. All right, I'm all reach for it. He's all right, boys. All right. They both dropped to the ground. You've got gun, Johnny. All right, Johnny. Louis got the outlaw. Got him with that old pistol. Right in the off, boys. He shot from the ground. Shot from the ground. 
Grab the outlaw, Johnny. Grab him now. I'll feed him out in the old man. Well, I don't know what we'd have done if you hadn't come. No, no, Molly, I told you everything would be all right. Nice work, Louie. Oh, I wasn't much worried for you. And Mr. Carson told me we'd get him tonight, you know. And he said I had a little extra money coming. So I sort of figured it'd be as a reward for capturing the outlaw alive. Hey, but awful clever, Mr. Carson, to arrange things as he did, now, wasn't it? What do you mean? Why, I didn't like the idea of selling my big bay at all. Especially to an eastern dude. I just didn't see how it helped, neither. But it did. I don't get you, Louie. Well, you see, that big bay is the toughest mouth varmint you ever saw. Come sundown, no matter where he is, he takes the bit between his teeth and he hightails it for home. Ain't nobody ever been able to hold him. Not even me. Hmm. Yes, sir. Pretty clever, Mr. Carson. Ah, but then he was a great man. Even when he was alive. <laughs> All right, boys. We can be on our way, I guess. What were you doing in the public library, boy? He wasn't reading a book, I hope. I wanted to find out something. Hmm. I bet he was reading a book, Johnny. You know, boys, Louis says he knew Kit Carson when he was a boy. I just looked something up. Louis would have to be over 100 years old right now. Or he wouldn't have been big enough to remember Kit Carson at all. Well, how old is Louis? Well, he might be close to 100. I don't know. You believe he talked to Kit Carson, boy? Well, I'm not saying I do. But I'm not saying I don't either. That's the way I feel. Let's get out of here. If somebody told us about this, I'd have passed it off as a yarn. But we saw it ourselves. You know... Maybe there is more in this world than meets the eye. Then you're saying Loco Louie ain't Loco at all, huh? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying just that there is more in this world than meets the eye. A lot more. Yes, boy is certainly right. There is more to the world than meets the eye. Take bread, for instance. Weber's bread, that is. That familiar blue gingham wrapper around every loaf of good Weber's bread is the first thing that meets the eye. But that's only part of the story. You have to open that blue gingham wrapper and taste a slice of Weber's bread to learn the real facts. Always well-mixed and well-baked, Weber's bread has that firm, even texture, that golden brown crust, and that distinctive flavor that make it blend perfectly with other foods. And when you buy Weber's bread, you can be sure that its just right moisture content will assure long-lasting freshness. Enjoy fine Weber's bread as toast for breakfast, sandwiches for lunch, and with your evening meal. You will really like it. On each of these programs, the writers of the Purple Sage pay homage to Western music by highlighting some one song which has a real Western spirit. Today, we've asked them to sing a new song, a contribution to the music of the West by Foy Willing himself with Sid Robbins' as teammate, a song we know will become a favorite of yours, where the cool, clear water spills. And we walked along the river the cool, clear water spill. Cool, clear water. Clear. 
we walked along the river where the cool, clear waters fill. There's a pretty spot in Texas where I long once more to be, where the mountains touch the river that hurries out to sea. It was there I took my darling just to see those rippling rills, and we walked along the river where the cool, clear waters fill. Where the summer breeze is blowing and the moon hangs clear and high, where the whippoorwills are sighing and stars fill up the sky. Yes, the dew is on the meadow and the blue is in the hills. As we walk along the river, where the cool, clear waters fill. about it for this time, friends. We hope you'll be with us next week when we come drifting along. I'd like to thank Fred Howard, Alvina Temple, and Joe Duvall for their splendid performance on the show today with us. This is Paul Willing speaking for Al Floyd, Johnny Paul, Scotty Harrell, and all the Riders of the Purple Sage saying so long and good luck to you all. Drifting along, singing a song under a From Hollywood, you've heard your all-star Western theater. A V.M. Bear production starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. The script was by Ray Wilson, direction by Tom Hargis. This is Terry O'Sullivan speaking. Just heard your all-star Western Theater, produced and transcribed in Hollywood, and presented to you at this time from Columbia Square. This is KNX Los Angeles. This is KNX Los Angeles.